thank you. Um, thank you for that prayer. It was powerful and uh, we all need that prayer in this season of time. Well, I am Emma Batumbia and um, I come from a small, beautiful country called Rwanda, found in the eastern part of Africa. I am a third year student uh, pursuing an MDiv at uh, ADC and currently I am uh, serving at uh, Rigo Heights Church as an associate pastor here in Dartmouth where I am uh, serving. Well, today is an interesting day. I want to thank the leadership of ADC for giving me an opportunity to be able to share with you from, from God's word. It's uh, an opportunity that I don't take lightly and I truly appreciate uh, uh, Reverend Stewart for uh, giving me this opportunity. And today I want to speak on a subject I have titled Starting Over. And uh, Starting Over, my brothers and sisters, is not always welcome. Starting Over is uh, a giant step that many of us, including me, are afraid of taking in our lives. It is the big elephant in the bedrooms of many people that they do not want to talk about. And Starting Over, my brothers and sisters gathered today, is doesn't matter whether it is a child changing from one school to another or one pastor leaving a congregation and going to start over in a new congregation or a professor who has been teaching a class for years and now has to teach a new course unit. Every time there is a start over, it is always hard and uh, most times not welcome. Now I've had a number of opportunities in my life to be able to say uh, I have already started over. A number of them come to my mind this morning as I share with you, but one of them was at a time when uh, I needed to relocate to go back to Rwanda a second time to start over. And at that time I was going to Rwanda, things were different because my motherland Rwanda had gone through a genocide. It had gone through years of ethnic tension and years of discrimination. And at that time when God told me to go back to Rwanda, people were actually running away. And I wondered how I would leave a country like Uganda to go and have a start over. At that time, I remember I had two pairs of trousers and two pairs of, uh, and two shirts, plus uh, a King James Version Bible. Now for your information, at that time, having a King James Version as a preacher was big, not like today, but uh, it was really big. And that was all I had and a few coins to help me start over. Down the road, I went to Rwanda, God blessed me. And as I thought I was in, I was there, I caught it, bam, God tells me it's time to go and start over again. I find myself in a country where I didn't know anyone, I had nothing, I had no relative, I had to leave a thriving ministry, I had to leave friends, I had to leave people I knew and the environment that I understood to come to Canada to start over, to start afresh. And as I was reading this passage in, in, uh, in Genesis chapter 8, I look at a man who was righteous, a man who was obedient to God, having gone through all, he's asked by God to get into an ark and uh, take 
people with him. He mobilized everyone, built an ark, and finally God closes off that door of the ark and tells him, get in, stay there until I tell you it's done. But even when he was there, time had to come for him to get out and have a restart of his life. My brothers and sisters, the past two years, the world over has left scientists, world leaders, medical professionals, researchers, professors baffled, trying to put a gauge and a handle on this disease, how to treat it and how to stop it. Multitudes have fallen sick. I can't even get myself to wrap my mind around it. Governments, Schools, businesses, churches, all went virtual. Some entertainment centers closed. Things have been tough. Churches have lost church members. I, I get to some churches and I ask myself, what happened in this place? Like Noah, we are in a time when we are faced with a restructure. We are in a time when we need a reset of our governance systems. Our economics of the land has to change. We are at a time when we are redefining the laws of the land. Gone are the days when the job description of a pastor was to preach uh, to visit the sick, maybe to read a passage and pray for people and counsel them. The job description for a pastor today or a minister has changed. Pastors have to re-strategize on how they have to conduct services. Things have become different. And I'm imagining 40 days of the rain and the other hundred and something of the drying of the land and the seven days of sending back and forth the doves were very long for Noah. But Noah had to get to a point where he arises to a restart that was going to affect the entire generation to come. How we do a restart, a reset, a recalibration of our lives in this season will affect the entire generation of the church that is to come and the people that are to come after us. After that devastating flood, Noah his family and the animals aboard. The Bible says we are instructed by God to come out of the ark. That world when Noah stepped off that ark, that world was different. The whole world had been purged. There were no people. The topography of the land had drastically changed and been altered. The people that no one knew, the relationships that he once built were all gone. Noah's scenario, when you think about it, makes this pandemic like a grain of salt. You think it's been tough? During this pandemic, surrounded by sickness and death, some people like me have been tempted to think that, you know, it's really been tough. But when you compare with it, with what Noah went through, with the judgment that God set on this world, and everyone died, Noah's relatives were gone. The relatives of the wife were dead. Uncles were dead. Nephews were no more. Friends were not there. Neighbors were not there. It was a tough time. So as we compare and look at this, our situation to me, it seems like it is still a grain of salt in comparison. Brothers and sisters, for Noah, it was the dawning of a new era. 
Noah and his family and everyone who was on that ark had a choice of starting over. I don't know whether it was a choice. They looked left, right, and center and realized they have nothing to do, but they had to press that button and restart. There comes a time in life when you have to accept the fact that you must restart. There comes a time in life where you have to accept the situation that you need a reset in your ministry, in your life, in what you do. There comes a time, and I believe that this is the time when we as ministers have to recalibrate our lives and, uh, and our ministries and our work and how we look at things and press that button of restart. Genesis chapter 8, verses 16, uh, verses 15 and 16, the Bible says that God spoke to Noah saying, go out of the ark, your wife, your sons, and your son's wives with you. When God gives Noah this instruction, there is no choice for Noah. He had nowhere to go back to. It was impossible for Noah to say, you know, guys, I am going to stay in the ark. He had no choice. Noah had to go back. Going back where? Where do you go back to? If you tell me, oh, we need to go back to 2017 or 2018, I will be in Rwanda. Noah had no GPS. I guess he had to wait for the sun to, to rise and the sun to set for him to know exactly whether he was in the north, the south, or the east. Things were tough, but he had to reset. And as I think about this passage this morning, I want to believe that every restart, every time we start over, our restart has to be precipitated by a conversation with God. The Bible says in scripture that God had a conversation with Noah and gave him an instruction of getting out of that ark. And the Bible says Noah responded in obedience because he got out of that ark. He put himself in a position of trusting God, a position of following God, a position of believing God's word and saying, I am going to go out. And we believe I, we are in a season where we need to have a conversation with God. And as we have a conversation with God, we need to trust to move forward into a future of possibilities, a future of adventuring with him in the seasons and times that we are living in. It was a strange world. I can only imagine probably the air was fresh, but there were no cities, no governments, there were no communities. The neighbors were not there. Everything at that time was different. All that Noah had at that time was God, the people who had survived with him, and the animal kingdom. But what was important is that Noah had a conversation with God. I want to encourage you in this season of time when things are changing, when you are not sure of the tomorrow, I want to encourage you to have a conversation with God. That conversation, the obedience to the voice and instruction of God was the foundation that no one needed to press that button of a reset. 
Because that conversation with God will be the foundation that strengthens you when you go out there and things are becoming tough. That conversation with God is the confidence that we need to say classes are now open in person. Let us go. It is that conversation. Prayer will help us as ministers, young and old, to press that reset button that we all desire to have. Starting over, my brothers and sisters requires a new strategy. Church has to be reconstructed. Church services have to be re-envisioned. Evangelism strategies that worked last year cannot work today and therefore have to be changed. I imagine professors are having to re-strategize how to deliver learning in this new environment. We are in a time when we are required to start over. I don't know about you, but like Noah, sometimes we do not have the choice about starting over. We cannot say any mini, mini more and choose where to go when a card has already been played in our bosom. Sometimes we have to start over when it is not convenient. Many times in my life I have had to start over when I even did not anticipate that a start over had already been initiated. At times we have to start over when things are tough. But one thing is important. Every start over will require you and me to do and have a new strategy. This pandemic has changed our whole life, it has caused changes. Starting up and a restart means that you reprioritize your life and your daily activities. Can you imagine that you now have to think whether you can invite your children or your relatives or your sisters into your home? Think about gathering numbers. Numbers were a problem then, they're a problem now. Noah had only a gathering limit of eight people and with eight still God performed miracles. It is those eight people that Noah had through which God told him I will repopulate the whole earth. And today I want to tell you that God specializes in using the small things of our lives to do extraordinary activities and work. That is why Zechariah chapter 4 verses 10 declares that do not despise the days of small beginnings. You made me here today and you are saying we have no resources. But Noah in the eight people, he had all the resources that he needed to restart over in that season of time. And I want to say three things quickly. Those who do not have much can do great things if they live a life that is holy and obedient to the instructions of God. Even when you don't have much, you can do great things for God if you believe that he can do great things for you and through you. I want to submit to you today that it is not too late to look to Jesus and start afresh. For Luke chapter 1, verse 37, the Bible says that with God, nothing is impossible. We need to look to Jesus and press a restart in our ministries, in how we preach, in how we serve, in how we live our lives for God. It is a season when I believe that we are being called to put our eyes on Jesus Christ and be able 
to move a step further. Gathered here today, my brothers and sisters, I want to let you know that every time there is a restart, we need God. And I want to say that the best way to start over is starting up with God. How could Noah start over after getting off that ark? The Bible says in, in Genesis chapter 8, verses 20 and 21, that when Noah got off that ark, he came down, put up an altar for the Lord, and worshipped God. He wanted to start with God in every circumstance. It doesn't matter, my brothers and sisters, what has happened in the previous years? It doesn't matter. But as you reflect on your challenges of last year, as you reflect on the disappointments of last year, the setbacks of last year, the sickness of last year, the death of loved ones of last year, the financial struggles of last year, the heartaches and heartbreaks, the losses you've gone through, the loss of church members, we can go back to one thing and say that God, even this time, has given us an opportunity to start over a brand new year to focus on God and know that he is with us. What Noah did at that time when everything was gone, he came off that ark, he built an altar for the Lord, and the Bible says he worshipped, and God accepted his sacrifice because he says that there is a, a soothing aroma arose into the presence of God. Now, I don't believe that when Noah gets off that ark, he's asking, what am I going to eat? What kind of house should I build? Where should I go to settle? No, when the guy leaves the ark, he says, you know, God has preserved me through all this. God has protected me. And that alone moved him to put up an altar and worship the Lord. Many times I ask myself what I would have done at that time if I'd been Noah. Probably I would get out of the ark and say, wow, it's about time. I would get out of the ark and say, God, but why did you lock me up for all that time? For Noah, he focused on the main things. Ask yourself, what is your mindset today when times are tough? and things are different, we need a restart. We need a refresh. We need a re-encounter with the God who called us. We need to allow ourselves to adventure with him because the plans that God has for us as individuals, as students, as Christians, in all our capacities are great plans. But we need a re-encounter. We need a start over like Noah, where we come to God and listen to him and get a fresh instruction for a new assignment in a new environment in times that are different. My brothers and sisters, the encounter that Noah had with God, the act of worshiping God afresh was the game changer in all Noah's life. That act only made sure that generations after him would be able to survive and worship God. One of the things that I want to leave with you is that in this case, Noah's act challenges us. 
to ask ourselves the three good things. How are you strategizing in this new normal that we are in? Number two, what conversations are you having with God in this season? And how are you worshiping God? How are you sacrificing to God? And how are you resetting, recalibrating your life and pressing that start over button? Maybe like me, you've not had a time where you've had to start over and over and over again with nothing. The good news is we can start over with God. After the pandemic, we all know that Noah messed up a little bit. My prayer for us is that as, uh, as believers, as Christians, we will not mess up after this whole pandemic is gone. But you know, how do you explain the behavior of a man who arrived at the scene of the world and everyone was gone. Only eight people even did not have contemporaries to talk to about. So his mind, I don't know, we need to work through to see how his mind was thinking at that time. Finally, as we conclude, my brothers and sisters, Philippians chapter 3, verses 13 to 14, the Bible says that my brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead, I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. My prayer for you today is that you'll keep on pressing towards that mark of the high calling, towards that goal of the heavenly prize that we have. May God help us. May God uh, visit us. May we have a re-encounter with God in this season of time. Press that restart button, my brother, my sister, and allow yourself to fly adventuring with God into this new world that we have. May God bless you.